Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ota. I hope you guys are having a blessed Saturday. Election is almost here. The election is almost here. The election is almost over. We are ready for this to be over. And we're also ready for this coronavirus to be over with too as well. Because, you know, this has been really a bad year. Strange year. You know, that so much we have seen this year. So much death. So much um, just uh, chaos. A lot of chaos. Um... Um, a lot of things political-wise, it's just been chaos. It's just been real ugly out there for us all to see, you know. And, and what's so bad is that our children have to see this too as well. And so you imagine them growing up and just speaking on their childhood and what they saw growing up. Because this year has been a lot, a lot has been thrown in all of our eyes. So... We can't wait for this election to be over with. But let me kind of bring it into a a Halloween vibe because I believe that, you know, with all the voting and people getting out and the numbers are record soaring and people are coming in numbers, you know, it almost seems like Donald Trump is going to be put out of office quickly. It's like he's going to get blown out. It seems like when they do announce who's president, you for sure to understand and know for sure that Trump is out the office. But could he be out the office? Does he still have a shot? Does this guy still have a shot in office? And can the world... Or can the United States deal with Trump another four years? You know, I um, a lot of people, you know, don't like to talk about the politics. A lot of people, uh, religion backgrounds are just different, you know, on how they feel about uh, certain topics. And, you know, all the stuff that occurred within 2020, you can't avoid this topic because this topic is in our lives every day. You know, it's in front of that television. It's um, chitter-chat within, you know, the public. You know, you can see it in people's eyes. You can see the disparity of how people who have uh, lost their jobs and people who have lost loved ones due to this coronavirus. It's, it's really despair out there. Very bad. So could Trump really pull it off again? And would the Democrats say Russia did it again? Because they have made ways now for us to be able to vote without any issues. They have caught on to Russia's hacking and how they um, trolled on the internet, and they have really cracked down, you know, maybe, what, three to four years, maybe Donald Trump's whole uh, four years, they figured it out, like, how he could have won. Did Russia have, did Russia really help him out? So, could Trump really pull it off this time? Like, could he... Could he, 
possible win again? Because we see so much uh, advertisement with Biden just smashing Donald Trump, destroying him. And he really has an ups on Trump because of this coronavirus. That reached more to the people because a lot of people have gotten sick. A lot of people have lost loved ones. This should be enough to get Donald Trump out of office. But is Trump still able to win? You know, it's like, I believe there was a, a story in the Bible where God had cast the devil and, and, and defeated him. And he didn't destroy him, but he, he cast him and chained him. But for some reason, the devil got back out to cause more chaos. That's how I see Donald Trump. I see Donald Trump is almost, there's a possibility that he would win again. This would really mess with people's minds if this guy wins again because it just really changes your idea of voting. Now, this is only possibilities. It's only a discussion. He may not win, but is it possible that he could win? The politics of people discussing these topics, you know, a lot of people cringe. A lot of people get uh, upset. They get angry or they don't want to talk about the politics because a lot of people's uh, belief in um, God is more above all men. Uh, God has the last say, people would say. God will answer all of these questions. Vengeance is God. So could people actually feel that Biden is going to come in and take Trump out and be done with him? Is it possible that we could have a uh, female vice president? I believe in, in, in possibilities. I believe in all of these um, these um, opportunities that that's put in front of us that we could. But sometimes when you look at politics, sometimes you can't look at the look at the look at it the same because some people are thinking that this is all rigged. A lot of people thinking that this is just all just storytelling. Because a lot of people see it as like a charade. Like, could they be really uh, uh, causing a problem? Could they be actually uh, changing the world behind our, um, our lenses where we can't see what's really going on? Is it possible that all of this is just made up? Because if Trump actually wins this and there's no answers, there's no truth, there's no evidence of how he actually won, it's got to be made up. The narrative of how things are controlled. Because remember, four years ago, we saw Trump doing the same thing with Hillary. It looked like Hillary was going to just destroy Donald Trump and just win this election so easily. 
And after that commercial break, seeing Hillary in the lead and how it was going, it was over with. But all of a sudden, commercial break came, which I call entertainment. He soars out of nowhere and wins. So the possibilities of someone actually winning, we all are looking towards Biden to win. But does Donald Trump still have a chance? Could Donald Trump pull this off? His demeanor, his confidence seems like he's, he's a winner. He's not worried. He's going to win this. There's no fear in Donald Trump's eyes right now. We know the stuff that he says all the time. So that hasn't changed because he's, he's been talking the same way. This what got him in the office the first time. You know, the rhetoric of what he says all the time, and um, he has no mercy about what he says to a person and how he feels. You know, this is Donald Trump at his best. So is it possible that he could win again? Because all of this could just be just entertainment to us all in our eyes, and we may not even see it. All of this could be just entertainment. You have to think about it. Donald Trump knew in March, and maybe sooner than March, that this coronavirus was airborne. But he never wore a mask. Did anybody think about that when they announced that audio that, that was leaked out, that he knew that it was so bad that it was airborne? He never wore a mask, but he knew it was airborne. Doesn't that sound weird? Like, if you know the virus is so bad, why wouldn't he wear a mask? Why wouldn't he tell the people? Like, do we understand that narrative right there that's pushed out there on us? Are we thinking about what we're hearing? Or are we being distracted by too much where we're not paying attention to everything that they're saying? Because it makes no sense. This virus is so bad that it's airborne. But he never wore a mask. Eight to seven to eight months later, he catches it. Then he recovers within a week. He's back out there again with no mask on. Doesn't it seem strange? Remember what he said. It's so bad that it's airborne. But he's not wearing a mask. I'm kind of pulling back from the politics because... Um, I've been seeing these things. I've been, I actually, uh, this weekend, um, I was looking at some, um, some old, uh, debates and I was looking at, um, the Barack and McCain, then Barack and Hillary. I was looking at the, the Bush debates and as I looked at them all, and then I got up to our present time, it all sounds like an acting script that's being fed to the people. It sounds like all entertainment. It's like I didn't hear nothing different from none of these people. But the strangest thing is about 
our president of today, he's the only one that seems a little odd from all the rest of them because he's, it seems like he's like the devil in the fire preaching to the people, poisoning their minds. Remember, Dave Chappelle said in one of his stand-ups that this could be the guy that brings America together. Remember, we got a lot of people voting now. So, could Donald Trump being uh, such a terrible president that people went past the three to the four years and realized that he has to be uh, he has to step down as a president because he's not fit for the country, he's not fit for the world? Is people voting for the same reasons now? Because remember, people vote for what's going into their pockets, what's better for their lives. They're not voting. Well, some people think they're voting because they're getting something until they get in there. But then you look at the other party, what they're offering, and they're giving something to the other class of people versus the people that they promised to give to. They don't really tell you what they're going to really do. I mean, if you listen to some of those tax breaks, it, it may not, you wouldn't understand it because you don't fit in that category. So it doesn't apply to you. So you're only worried about your needs, your wants. So that's how the world is within politics. People are not concerned about the other person. They're only concerned about their pockets, their needs. This is politics. This is what we vote for. This is how we're supposed to do ourselves. Like It's almost like um, um, we're living um, in some type of third world country where you take what I give you. And if you don't like it, then you have to go over there to the other side and starve. So take it or leave it. Because that's what politics seems, seems to me. I want your vote, but there's no guarantee I'm going to give you what you want. I'll give you something. Or better yet, I'll give you some hope. I'll give you a sense of some change. That's how I see politics. And so they... We play the same script over and over and over with the people. Nothing ever gets solved. So I broke, broke it down like this. How long does it take to fix this world? How long does it take to make this world right where everybody gets along with each other? And we have to understand how this works. The world is not meant for everybody to get along together. This has to be on a whole nother planet. If you're going to make the world right, it's like you got to start all back over again. Because this has been going on for thousands, maybe millions of years. This is how it operates. This is the balance of it. It may not seem balanced to you, but this is the balance of planet Earth. It's not always peaches and cream. I mean, you get somebody coming from another planet, touched down in... On Earth, they have to adapt to the condition of planet Earth, the way planet Earth is. 
you have to adapt. And you may not like everything about planet Earth, but this is how planet Earth is ran. They won't let you get too far out of hand, but they'll let it tilt just a little bit where it affects the world. This virus right here, if the Democrats get voted in there, um, how is this going to work? Uh, how are the Democrats going to change um, the way this virus is affecting right now um, up the Midwest right now? I mean, the, the, the numbers are soaring. I was looking at Wisconsin. They um, Yesterday I saw cases where they went up to 200 and 26,000 cases, and then they had 2,000 and maybe four deaths. So the numbers are soaring, and they're getting higher and higher. And we have not even hit December yet. So imagine December and January. But just imagine how November is going to be like if the numbers are soaring right now. But let's just say the Democrats will win and them numbers don't go any higher. It's at a bad, they're, they're at a, a high case of just uh, a worse than a pandemic because all those states, the cases are just, just, just getting out of control. So if the Democrats get elected in there, will it change? Will those cases drop down? What will they do different? See, Donald Trump shows you that you don't have to wear the mask. If you come there to his his uh his show, you have a choice to wear the mask. There's a lot of people who don't believe in the virus. A lot of people don't care about the virus. So a lot of people just feel like, you know, I'm a true American. I ain't wearing no mask. Yeehaw. These certain people are not wearing masks. So what do they know that the rest of us don't know? Trump said it's so bad that it's airborne. So you look at the cases, you look at uh, Biden, he's wearing his mask, and right now he's in the states right now where the cases are high. So he's definitely more at risk. Weird thing, Biden wears a mask, he doesn't catch it yet, but Trump wears a mask and Trump caught it. So what was Trump trying to do, demonstrating to us by not wearing a mask? What was that about? Like, what was he trying to prove? Do Americans change their idea to vote for him because he knew that it was so bad that it was airborne, but he didn't wear the mask? Is Trump trying to say, if I sacrifice my life, I want you guys to come behind me? I mean, it's weird. Like, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Very weird. I believe all of this is just entertainment in our eyes. I don't think it's, I think it's brainwashing. It's so brainwashed. It's so draining, 
and the suspense of the virus and the cases and the testing and the shutdowns and the small businesses losing, you know, their establishments and the children can't go to school. They're online with their classes. Um, college sports seems like it's just really not looking that good right now because of some of the cases. You got the World Series where the Dodgers win. Congratulations to them. And you got where uh, one of the players gets it while he's right on the field because he was already tested. They just confirmed his test. And once they confirmed it, he was out there playing. And then they had to take him off the field. What kind of shit is that? Like, this is, like, fucking weird. This whole thing is just weird. It's like we have went into a whole nother dimension. And we all been flipped upside down. This is weird. And we have to think about what happens after the election. They don't announce the winner yet. But is anything crazy going to happen? Because we're still living in 2020. Is it going to be a, a race war if Trump wins? Will it be a race war where people are angry because the Democrats won? I mean, how is this going to turn out? They have threw all of this at us. They have threw so many subjects. They have threw so much fear at us. We don't know what's going to happen. Could all of it happen at once? We're at a point right now where television has showed us too much fear. Too much fear. Now, here's my opinion on Trump. I've been saying for about over a year that Donald Trump is going to win by so little. I believe that. Now, when he won four years ago, I said he was going to win. And the reason why I said he was going to win, and if you listen to this podcast, if you hear some of my old shows, I'm saying the same thing. I said that the reason why he won four years ago and the reason why he was going to win is because I never in my life saw a white man expose everybody on that stage. He exposed all of their dirt. I've never seen that before. Like, look what he has gotten away with. He exposed everybody. I've been knowing Donald Trump since the 80s, like, um, you know, his lifestyle, who he is. I've been knowing that for the longest. So nothing surprised me about Donald Trump. It's almost like I'm comfortable with knowing my enemy because I don't expect nothing less from him. Or, or nothing more because he doesn't change. He stays just the way he is, you know, and that's the way I see Donald Trump. I don't like a lot of things he say, but when he was up there doing that debate, it became such humor and laughter. I'm like, wow, this guy could win. But he was exposing them like the Hillary's and um, Barack and he was just hitting them all. McCain. He had no fear. Scott Walker. He exposed them. These guys argue with each other and probably go eat dinner afterwards. This is all entertainment. And that's the way I see politics. And for some of the people who don't understand it, 
and you know their views on by not talking about it don't let politics come between you and your fellow friends just like church just because you believe what you believe you don't knock the next man down the book the good book teaches you in that book is to actually you know love thy neighbor you know just let's not let the politics and let's not let the religion come between us it's all conversation you can't push um, people's ideas into their heads unless you have a personal agenda of why you're pushing that 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 narrative of what you're trying to uh, make move within a community or within the world we should not let politics come between us because it's just talk um, but everybody has a voice everybody has an opinion but we shouldn't let people's opinion make us feel a certain way it's so strict right now because we got easy ways to get out of conversations by saying I don't want to talk about that companies will already have it written in a contract a disclosure telling you uh, that you don't talk about religion and sex and etc in the company they don't want politics being discussed like everybody don't want to discuss it because a lot of people take it personal a lot of people take it to the heart sometimes you have to keep listening and Look at what you're looking at. And remember in life, with anything, if you start to see a pattern, if you see the rhythm, the pattern of something, then you have to understand that there's something going on when a person is doing the same thing over and over and over. It could be good, it could be bad. But always recognize the pattern. That's everything around us. We all have a, a pattern in our lives. Whether we join a cult because we got influenced by something that person said or we were curious about the cult, it's all rhythms, the rhythm of everything. People do things so many times, it becomes a practice in their lives where they get good at it. They get convincing. They tap into your spirit. It's just like music. You keep playing that song all the time, and that song that you say you didn't like, eventually you've been hearing it so much till you don't hear it no more, and then one day you're driving, and that song just pops into your head, and you find yourself uh, actually, you know, singing it a little bit. Singing the chorus, humming the chorus, whistling the chorus. Basically, it's in your head because that's what they do with us with politics they say the same shit every four years what they're gonna do I don't want their handouts I learned to live without the politics because it wasn't changing my life it wasn't making my life better I think the world changes when when people do more interacting with each other and just learn to uh, understand that person and get along with them. That changes the world. Politics don't change the world. Well, let's say politics do change the world because it does do some things in life 
where it causes problems. But I like it best when, when Malcolm understood racism at its highest peak. And then all of a sudden he changed thinking about racism. It just wasn't a black thing. It was a humanity. It's all over the world people are discriminated on. So we all have to come together humane-wise. is how we defeat the enemy. You can't defeat the enemy based on one race. You'll get destroyed. You'll be called crazy. So we have to use other tools now because it's all over the world. So we have to come together as a human race, not just one race. This is how we defeat the enemy and bring them down and make things change. We're not going to take this anymore. I may not see it in my lifetime because, you know, like all of my relatives that lived and saw the same thing in politics, they have passed away. They have passed away waiting for a president to make changes in their lives so things can be better. And we've been leaving our lives into the wrong hands. And we've just been living and dying, waiting. You can't miss out on life waiting for people. You got to take life into your own hands and make it best fit for you. Make it work for you. Let them fuss and fight. You stay out of their, their debates. That's the way I've seen life. I've seen those type of politics and debates, and I use all of that in my life now. I don't mingle within the, the crowd of wolves now because they're going to keep scratching and biting Why the other one's causing the confusion laughing at us. So I want this to change as well as everybody do. Um, one candidate may cause you to lose your shirt and shoes. The other candidate may keep your shirt on. So I'd rather keep my shirt on. It's like both of them are bad, but in life it's weird because I'd rather deal with that person than deal with the other person. So that's what basically the voting is right now. People would rather go vote for what's less stressful in their lives than the other part of life that is causing the stress and the pain and death. But don't be surprised. This may change. This is the weirdest election I've ever seen. I've never seen nothing like this. And I, I would hope that, you know, some people agree with me with this. This has just been weird. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's like, it's almost like the Hunger Games. You know, the way we're being tested. The, the 2020, the way that all these things that unhappen, it's like it un um rumbled our minds and hearts. We've seen so much in 2020. Like, we didn't get a chance to relax. We didn't get a chance to relax. How can you get over one thing when another thing hits you? We've been hit so much now. It's like, we're waiting on 2020 to be done with, but, oh, man, this debate will determine how 2021 is going to look. And we just got to be ready. We just have to be be ready and be prepared. Right now, I suggest, and I've said this sometimes before in the podcast, 
stock up on food. We don't know how this this uh, this election is going to turn out, but my advice is to stock up on food, stock up on your canned goods, whatever you need to stock up on, whatever is your flavor, stock up on it, because the more people get sick, that means more people are going to be at home, and the more people that are at home, the more food that's going to be eaten in the homes. So people are going to be going to be going to the stores more. They're going to be traveling back and forth to the store more and more. Haven't you noticed that your grocery stores are a bit crowded early in the morning, in the evening? This is how it's going to be. Now, I'll break this one here down to you. So the dark, the dark winters, when they talk about the coronavirus, which will be, you know, if the epidemic gets out of control so bad. If you don't have food, and you think about this, winter times you have the, the freezing temps, the snow, the ice. What if the trucks can't import the food in, and you're not stocked up on any items just in case? Just in case. What I'm trying to say is that you have to be prepared. Because while they're fighting, if you're not prepared and you're waiting for them, you're going to starve. You're going to die. I don't mean it like that. But it's just a metaphor of just saying, don't wait on them. Don't start waiting on them. We have to be thinking now because they've been fighting. We have to think for ourselves right now. Just stock up on your items and just be prepared. You just don't know how this is going to turn out. And if this pandemic is still around, that means that more people are going to be sick, more people are going to be at home. Food is just going to be eaten more because that's the only thing we can do now is stay inside our doors, watch television, eat, and just look at all of these fears that they're throwing at us. Look at all these numbers, all these cases, all these states. Come on. I know a lot of people saying, well, I can't live my life into fear. You don't have to live it into fear. But at the same time, if things change where Things can't happen for you where you could go to the store and buy items because all the items are low on the shelves. And if a snowstorm come, if the freezing temp occurs, these will be moments where some things that you may not be able to uh, not have control of. I remember here in California, I was traveling all over looking for food. And each place I went to, the lines were just long. And then once I got inside these stores right here, it wasn't anything hardly on the shelves. I remember that one time in Texas, an ice storm had happened. And that's when I first experienced a national disaster like, wait a minute, Texas had an ice storm. Yes, it snows, and yes, Texas gets ice. And um, the trucks couldn't import the food into town, into the cities. The Walmarts couldn't, you know, get the food in, get the trucks in. So these trucks was offside on the highways. They couldn't move because it was just ice, icy roads. And them shelves were empty. The grocery stores, food that were on the shelves and all the food that people said that they, that they wouldn't eat. And the ice storm had kept everybody inside. The food that was on the shelf was gone. If anybody said they were eating healthy, that was a lie. All the bad stuff that was on the shelf that was unhealthy was gone was gone. Now you're talking about a, a, a ice storm that made stuff bad and where you couldn't travel and you couldn't go get food. 
like that's a uh, it's not quite a law, but you're at your own risk. So if Texas gets ice and they shut the city down, you know, where you can't go to work, but, you know, some people still try to drive, you're at your own risk. Texas don't put salt on the highways. That's too much money. So trust me, you never drove on ice before. It's a bad thing to do. I've tried it. it I was Flintstone all over the highway. So I thought I was going to die. So just prepare yourself and be ready for this. Don't take any chances. You have a right to vote for whoever you want to vote for. And, you know, to each his own, nobody should be mad at each other. Um, It looks like everything is going the Democrats' way for them to win. But I'm just not sure. What if Donald Trump pulls this off and wins? Is the question. That's the big question. You guys have a a blessed day. And remember to um, wear your mask and uh, keep your uh, social distancing. And um, think about the people that you live with, your families, and um, protect each other. Do the best you can. But, you know, look over each other. Check on your neighbors. Call them if you can. Uh, If you got an extra mask, hang... uh, Hand, hand those uh, masses out to each other and uh, just look over each other and watch out for each other. And that concludes the podcast called Tell the World. And you guys, if you like the podcast, please hit that subscribe button and follow me for more content. You guys have a blessed day.